I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double D 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi, how are you? Good afternoon. Happy Wednesday. Thanks for making us a part of your day with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6.30. We will have coverage of Game 3 of the American League Championship Series tonight. On Double T 97.3, we'll have the Rangers version of that broadcast as they uh, look to go up 3 nothing over the defending world champions. And then at 6.30 on 100.7, the score, we'll have the Astros version of that broadcast as they look to uh, win their first game of this series. Again, that all coming up at 6.30 on both Double T 97.3 and uh, 100.7, the score. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line uh, at DoubleT973.com. You can also access that through the DoubleT973 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. i got to tell you, Gus, if we can't get Wagon Train on this TV in the studio, uh, I might leave. Well, I, I don't know. You and I are learning it's a, this. It's not looking good. Yeah, you and I what, no. what the deal is? Hope I you don't know. It was, it, was, it was broken before us, and we tried to fix it, and it was still broken. And you made it worse? Yeah, we... We tried everything we could think of. We threw like vegetables at it. Uh, we sat on it to see if it just needed to be warmed like an egg. That right. didn't work. You talk dirty to it. Uh, we thought no. <laughs> well, uh, we we thought maybe if we encouraged it and acted like it had won a championship and we dumped a whole bucket of Gatorade on it, that didn't work. I don't know what's wrong with it, man. Man, yeah, it's got a. It has a you. very formal. It's a very formal, stern-looking message. This, uh, yeah. Feel like that's not coming from. Uh, like I don't think that's local. Uh, okay, well, local to the studio. Yep, yep. Fire, we just fire stick to the that. rescue. Dun, 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 dun. If it's plugged in, and we can, does this mean we can stream wagon train? <laughs> uh, well, probably we'll miss the first segment. Oh, I, I, after seeing the Luke Costello, I hit the wrong button. After seeing, yeah, you did. After seeing the Lou Costello yesterday episode, that was truly a special moment. Uh, again, we'd love to hear your thoughts and comments today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. You can access that at double T com. Big game tonight, Gus. Yeah, it is. Your boy, uh, Christian Javier, needing to, uh, needing to, uh, Quiet, uh, quiet down the Rangers, and or this is going to be a uh, sunk ship, lest they, lest they uh, take the approach of you know like the 04 Red Sox, and you know there was one of the 1950s Red Wing teams, I think that you know lost the first three and then made the big comeback, but uh, th- this feels like it's a night where the uh, Astros might have the uh, pitching advantage, and I only say that because. You don't know what you're going to get with Scherzer, and and really this is a two game stretch for the Rangers where you got two guys that haven't pitched in a while, coming off an injury. You know Scherzer tonight and John Gray tomorrow. Are you, are you getting three? You know, are you getting one time through the order from these dudes? Are they got to go out and throw seven scoreless? Are they going to be paired with somebody? I imagine that's part of the plan. But uh, yeah, it's it's a big it's a it's a monster game for your your guys. America's team, yeah, as you as you refer to them, America's team, yep. We're trying to salvage this wagon train yeah, situation. See if you can hold it together here. Oh, make it happen! Wait, wagon uh, master? What is that? Some knockoff of wagon train? Wagon master? I would need to subscribe to Stars t- to do this, so I'd. I don't think that I'm going to do that. I Gus. think Wagon Master was the video game version. That <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's like the, like the, you know, we had Scooby Doo, and then later on we had like Scrappy Doo, you know, like the spinoff thing. That yeah, that that kind of a deal there. That you go, wait, 
Wagon master. You, you, had, you went from All in the Family to the spinoff Jefferson, some of that kind of stuff. That feels like what that was. Wagon master. Speaking of uh, old television, but not quite as old as Wagon Train or um, you know Bonanza or things like that. But have, you see they're going to come out with a, uh, a Frasier sequel Yeah. on streaming? Yeah. I don't know what to think about it. I remember the show it was it was uh it was a fun show but yeah I, I, I probably wouldn't have I guess I guess now he's grandpa and or you know he's aged into the next generation and his son is uh you, you know the, probably the age that Frazier was when the show ran 30 years ago and oh, I don't man, know what don't the premise of it is yeah I mean, it's got to be the the premise, right? Is, is he going to get his brother in there? I don't think that the brother will be there. Yeah, I, I haven't I th- seen him in any the, of the trailers. The father, I think, has passed away. Yeah, um, in real life and, uh, and on the show. The uh, what was his, his lady? The yeah, she was a hottie. Raj or yeah, something like that. Oh yeah, kind of his sidekick in yeah. the radio deal. Basically, his his much better looking, funnier, smarter Clint. Yeah, she had way less facial hair than Clint. How embarrassing for her. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> uh, I think she's going to be on it. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. Good for her. I mean, I, I never really watched Frasier to begin with. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. Because he had the brother. The brother was the, wasn't he like a psychiatrist or something like that? His Part of his love life was kind of the story. The lady he was dating and. Yeah. I think she's going to be in it, too. There we go. All right. Uh, this on the E.H. Flooring Center chant line. Um, from Sam, Clint, the molten lava cookie at Crumble will change your life. Try not to make yourself sick on them again. <laughs> I am in. That sounds fantastic. And I will get 12 and miss a Thursday and or Friday if I want to. Don't eat the whole dozen all at once, will you? <laughs> Can I have the large, sir? That is a family pack. No, can I just have the large? <laughs> I only had one, right? It was the size of a frying pan. Uh, this person says the new Frasier is okay, but you really missed the original characters. Okay. Um, somebody says Frasier is already out. His brother's son is taking his place. Oh wow! So it's just like a vehicle for a, you know, some other show. Then got it. Okay. How are we doing? Uh, somebody says this more like Joan, Joni uh, met Ch- uh, Chachi oh, in Happy Days. Yeah, you know the you know another spinoff of Happy Days was Mork, Mork, Mork and Mindy, Nanu, 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 which yeah. is you know Mork the alien lands on Happy Days. That had to be the moment at which they were looking around, going, "We've jumped the shark, haven't we?" Because I mean, the jump yeah, the shark I, phrase originated yeah, with that. Really but that had shark. to be the point at which they're like, "Wait, we should put an alien in downtown Milwaukee in the fifties." More tech talk next. podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there. How you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3, Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6.30. We'll have coverage of Texas Rangers Taking on the Houston Astros in uh, the ALCS Game 3 tonight. Um, Rangers version of that broadcast starting at 6.30 on Double T 97.3. Astros version, 6.30 on 100.7 the score. Phone is ringing, Clint. Just letting you know. Just FYI. If they know how to play cricket, patch them in. I yeah, want I want to be that. told how, how this game works that we're watching. We put them on the air, get an explanation here. Got a lot going on. Uh, someone says Laverne and Shirley, also a ah. spinoff from Happy Days. Yep. Nice. Shlemiel, Shlemazel. They didn't know anything about cricket, and no one talked on the other side. And you, oh, man. You, you hung up on them. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just answered and said, not now, and then slammed it back down. <laughs> 
Hey, can you ask about Tyler Shockman? No! <laughs> Wagon train or nothing. Exactly. You know, Gus, um, this is an interesting weekend in the Big 12. Because I think that if you would have looked forward to this week before the season, I think that there would have been multiple games where you kind of like raise your eyebrow and go, okay, yeah, I'm here for that and that and that. And now now that it's here, right, now that week eight is here, um, the, I think the games that we probably would have been most interested in aren't really as interesting. <laughs> yeah. And the games that we probably weren't very interested in eight weeks ago are probably the most interesting ones on the slate, at least in the Big 12. And, I mean, here's what I'm talking about. Like, Oklahoma State, West Virginia – yeah, suddenly compelling matchup. A very compelling matchup. Both teams two and one in the Big Twelve. Both teams four and two overall. Both programs um, among the the most positive surprises in the Big Twelve so far this season. Um, this game is in Morgantown. The Mountaineers are three and a half point favorites, and um, you know they're going to go from like plucky nice story to okay, they're like right. relevant team. If, if they win this game, um, you know, and on the other end of that spectrum is TC with Kansas State, right? The two teams that played for the Big 12 championship however many months ago, 11 months ago, um, you know, TCU played for a national championship. And here they are, two and two in the Big 12, two and one, uh, both teams with multiple losses, uh, both teams with some um, quarterback issues. Mm-hmm. Will Howard not playing nearly as well as he did last year? Um, uh, Chandler Morris out with an injury for TCU. That game is not nearly as interesting now, or at least it's yeah. like, it's interesting for different reasons. Not on the way we would have we would have guessed, as you said back in August. We might have really circled that one. I'm going, ooh, there it is. There's the rematch, and uh, yeah, of course that's the Red Raiders' next opponent, TCU. Uh, and then, heck, UCF at Oklahoma. I think before the season, I certainly would have thought that UCF would have been a pretty plucky Big 12 football team, competitive, going into an Oklahoma team that probably at that point would have had at least one loss to Texas because I don't. I mean, I certainly wasn't buying them before the season. Silly me. Um, and so that, I think, I would have said eight weeks ago, that's going to be a really interesting game. I mean, UCF could test them. And here... You know, Oklahoma was almost a 20 point favorite. Is that right? 20? 19. Yeah. How about that? Man. You know, and, and I don't think that people were expecting Baylor to be two and four. I mean, they're, right. they were underdog this weekend at Cincinnati, three and a half points. Yeah. That, um, I mean, that, that really is, that, that one leaps off the page. And yet, the most surprising point spread this weekend, not Oklahoma being favored by 19 points over UCF or even West Virginia being favored over Oklahoma State or Baylor being an underdog or Texas being a 23-and-a-half-point favorite um, at Houston. Tech is now a four-and-a-half-point favorite at BYU. Can someone please explain yeah. what kind of sense that makes? Especially in light of the – you know, the in light of the quarterback situation, and 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 I say that just to say that we're 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 officially in a day to day mode with the you know with Morton, and you know, and so you if you had said yeah this time last week it was a four and a half and now it's one or whatever like I told you there's a there's a theory out there that there's some inefficiency with uh, BYU point spreads. That's a twenty-year-old theory that's uh, as yet untested by me, but uh, that—that's the—that's uh, the—that's the theory. But I'm—I'm I'm with you. It's hard to explain that, but I'll—I I'll, would uh, love for that result to hold. I mean, the the numbers would tell you that they are um, vulnerable against the run, right? Cincinnati put two hundred forty rushing yards on them at home in Provo a couple of weeks ago. Um, average five yards a carry. Kansas averaged nearly six yards a carry. Certainly Kansas's offense is significantly better than what Texas Tech has put out there this season, even when healthy. 
Uh, but still, um, TCU averaged more than five yards a carry. Arkansas averaged four and a half yards a carry. So the, the numbers would tell you that they're susceptible to the run game. Um, so maybe that's it. But, I, yeah, I, I can't imagine having watched this team for now seven games and thinking that they should be favored by four and a half points against BYU because it's not like BYU is, you know, All right. some slappy. Yeah, I agree. I'm, uh, like I said, I hope it holds. No, I, 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 hard I to, hope you win. I mean, yeah, I, hope, I absolutely. I, I hope love it. it. Translates into that. And I hope that we kind of wake up and, and come here on Monday going, man, how dumb were we? Um, but I just, I don't get it. I mean, hope, does anybody out there, like, what's, what's the case? What's the argument? Maybe, like, I haven't watched a whole lot of BYU. Maybe there's some kind of glaring weakness. I don't think that Keaton Slovis is some amazing quarterback. Um, but, you know, he's been playing. Yeah, I, I, I can't explain it. And, I, you, you know, I don't know what you, you hear our guys talk about. Um, you know, Coach DeRuder specifically talked about noise level. Of course, he's coached some there, played there. Sure. Um, and, you know, like they're expecting big crowd there. And, and that was a stadium that you and I talked about this summer when we ran through attendance uh, stadium sizes around the – I think we were incorporating the new four-corner schools in, but that was one. There wasn't many – Bigger than ours, right. our our sixty thousand configuration right now. We're at fifty six or whatever. Lower, yeah, sure. with the construction, but the uh, that was one that uh, sits at uh, I think sixty two, sixty three, and so not that it's just miles, leaps miles, and bounds. Yeah. yeah, but it'll it'll probably well, and they fill it. Yeah, and it it'll probably feel like our stadium feels like when it's full and loud and all that, and so that'll be something to deal with. And again. The specter of a first-year quarterback, maybe a true freshman playing in what a second or third game of his career, possibly starting and doing all of that. Then you throw in a little bit of noise and just the some of that ruckus stuff, and it, uh, you know, it, it, I, you know, I'm I'm surprised that that number's held at four points. More tech talk next. podcast put together with red raider fans in mind this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction hey there how you going it's tech talk on double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com with gus and clint i'm aaron we're joining you today until 6 30 we'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments on the h flooring center chat line at double t 97.3.com bobby hot dog says this on the chat line um, are you guys aware that your producer has a food storage armoire? One can only assume that it is lined with beefaroni and Easy Mac. Yeah, I, I told Jamie that uh, we had got this uh, old armoire. And oh, oh, sorry, armoire. You have to say armoire. 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 Like uh, Worcestershire sauce. Uh, and my wife redid it and limited pantry space. What do you mean apartment. redid it? Like she sanded it down and repainted and put in uh, a shelf. Nice. I just moved it. That's all I did. Uh, and we use it as a pantry. It's awesome. So this is like one of the like the the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe deals where it's just like way deeper than you would think. Yes, and you know? the the deeper you go, the bigger like cans sure. of beefaroni you find. Uh, you start to get like some spaghettios on in there with and without meatballs. Like when I was a kid, the high C came in a big steel can about that big. You know. Oh, wow. Yeah, did you ever drink a, straight from the can? Yeah, you did. You punch, you get like the old, you know, like the things you sure. you pop it and then make the little hole on top to let the air vent. Yeah, that's that's how you drink it. Like, yeah. Maybe. Or you can still buy those. High C in a can. On those websites you look at, you could probably find one that has a 1972 can of high C. It's oh, some guy. Whoa. I wouldn't, some, hey, guy that, though. some guy drinking it. Did I ever tell you that I got Heinz to eat like uh, 25 year old bubblegum? Eat it or chew it? Chew it, yeah. I mean, well, 
there wasn't really much chewing. It was just it powder. Just kind of yeah, like, it just crumbled in his yeah, face dissolved. Hole. Did he, uh, and this was on the air? Mm-hmm. Did he lose a bet or what? What was the game? I don't think he lost a bet. I think he, he just, was probably throwing out baseball cards. Yeah. He was probably That's what out, I, I yeah. ordered like a few old packs of baseball cards. Like, hey, you want this? And yeah, he. he what was the incentive? Just him going, okay, I don't I'll remember. It was too long I'll, ago. Uh, he, he was probably thinking, I'll do it for nostalgia. Like, I'm going to have a piece of chalky gum and 40 years. Nothing like breaking your teeth to feel nostalgia, am I right? Right. Uh, we, we had the discussion of like, if you came across a 50 year old Eminem. Would you try it? Correct. Still in the pack? Yeah. I think Not so. like in the bottom of a box or something that's been in your attic for fifty years. Yeah, just like, like if, if it, it was, was like in a storage yeah, unit. Or that. not a storage unit, but like M and M's storage facility and someone's like, Oh, hey, we Yeah, lost temperature this box. controlled. Yeah. Um, still sealed packaging. Yeah, I would I would try one M and M as long as I got to inspect it beforehand. You know, make sure that's not the candy coated shell is still kind of intact. So you get things. the blindfold, I'll get the MM. I'll get Dick. Blindfold? What is uh, uh this on because you're not sites. inspecting it. So on some of those sites you were talking trust about. Trust me, it's <laughs> trust me, what it's are these an MM dickens for. Uh this from Paolo. <laughs> why the why the velvet handcuffs? Uh how do you guys see Why the are you rest- giving me a safety word? I don't understand. <laughs> how do you guys see the rest of the season finishing? Be realistic, not optimistic. Six and six. With a win starting a three game winning streak right here, pal. I think five and seven is okay. kind of where I'm where I'm expecting I understand. things to fall. I understand. Um I've been guilty forty seven times probably in my in my uh, Texas Tech existence of uh, overshooting, I shouldn't say all forty-seven. There's been a few very, very pleasant surprises in there. I mean, uh, if we want to be, we all turned down nine wins back in August, right? <laughs> Didn't we? No, I don't. I can't wait to get that email. Oh um, my god, dude! Yeah, I mean, th- this is delete one your of sending myself emails. <laughs> Might just delete it. <laughs> um, uh, I think this is one of those games where. Please, kind of a swing. I agree. In that, because we were even talking, even even in the the height of optimism back in early August, mm-hmm. we were talking about this game as a potential stumbling block. Like this was kind of one of those could totally see them losing this game, and now that it's here, and as bad as you've been, and as injured as you are, you're favored. You're four and a half point favorites. And while I don't think that makes you some kind of overwhelming, you know, pick to win this game, it at least means that it should be competitive and you have a chance. Mm-hmm. If you win this game and scratch your way back to four and four with four games left, then I think, you know, bowl game is definitely on the table. And, um, you know, seven wins is somewhere between possible and obtainable. Mm-hmm. But man, if you lose this game, yeah, it's a tough, and you go into your last four, three, and five, tough pathway to get. Yeah, there's that's a tough path to three wins. Because if you can win in Provo with a banged up Aaron Morton, right? Or 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 hey, he's just not ready. We're gonna rest him. We've got a bye week. Mm-hmm. The extra time will be valuable. Blah 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 blah. If you go into Provo and win with Jake Strong somehow. Um, and that allows you to get Morton a bit healthier for the last four games. And I think again, you've got a you've got a pathway here. But this is a big game. Uh, this and the H Flooring Center chat line from Val uh, Roz is played by Perry Gilpin, who's from yes. Dallas. The reboot that I want to see is my favorite, King of the Hill, because I know all of the characters. I have a friend we call Boomhauer, and <laughs> Mister Strickland was a customer in San Angelo. Nice. Someone else says, is it just me, or is it going to be hard to watch the rest of the Tech games? Well, I'll be watching them. I mean, it really just depends on what you mean by that. And I hate to be kind of like Mr. Semantics, but it's like they're probably not going to be sexy, super fun blowout wins. I mean, as much as we all would love that. Hey, Mm -hmm. it's going to be functional. And yeah, that was a very appropriate drop right there. Yeah, I think that if you win these games, they're going to be more functional than mm-hmm. anything else. Go. And go. so if that's if that's what you define as hard, 
and I can relate, man. Like, I sometimes I think I'd be better off if I just went to go see a movie instead of watch some of these games, um, and then just kind of check the box score afterward. But yeah, they're not going to be just works of art. Even think. even in my most optimistic over the years, that I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to watch. Not going to watch. Something would happen in there. You know, I'm going to go out, mow the yard, do whatever, look down, get a text. Hey, we're up 10 zip, 10 three. And then I'm all in. Yeah. All know, the way back. It's, it's, dude, it's a, you know, it's my love. It's my affliction. It's just it's what I do, right? This in the chat line from Red Raider Two Guns. Hold your horses, Aaron. We don't run the ball just to run the ball. We pound the rock, baby. We just we just take what they give us, man. What whatever they want us to do, we do. There's got to be like a Sun Tzu par like parable or something about like I like it, you know, letting the enemy dictate the terms or something. Because like, and I understand the reasoning and the logic, but at the same time, there's there's a part of it that goes if, if there's a reason they want you to do this, right? There's a there's uh, a reason they're giving it to you. Yep, our uh, quote unquote. Sure, I mean. Think about the the famous um, game plan of Belichick's against the St. Louis Rams when they were the greatest show on turf, and what what was what was it that they did? What was it they wanted to do? Hey, let Marshall Falk run the ball a little bit. You know, we can't allow these other things to happen, but let Marshall Falk run the ball enough that they won't air it out and be as dangerous as they were. Remember, and they, you know, what was that, a 20 to 17 game or something? That was the greatest show on turf going bananas. And so, you know, at, at some point, the other side dictating is, you know, can be a problem. More tech talk next. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? Happy Wednesday, it's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron, we're joining you today until 6.30. We'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line double t 973com uh somebody asked this is tech going to utah a day early to get used to the altitude i believe that was a plan going into the season but it is no longer the plan they did that at wyoming and i think coming out of that coach mcguire felt like the uh, altitude wasn't uh, as much of a factor as they thought it might be and so i think they've transition this to a little more of the traditional Friday travel, Friday morning travel, I believe. Because, uh, you know, we'll have Red Raider football with Joey McGuire on Thursday night as normal, 6 yep. o'clock. Syntex uh, Hank has this. Am I the only one who's just fa- uh, feeling blah about this season? I bought into the hype, was confused by the Wyoming game, depressed after West Virginia, a little hopeful after Baylor, and then just stunned by Kansas State. And now I'm thinking I just don't believe anything I hear from the OC and have doubts about the head coach. I, I don't know about the last part, you know, uh, in terms of Kitley and, and McGuire. I think that's up to everybody else. Um, but your uh, your emotional journey kind of matches with mine. <laughs> you know? Bought into the hype, Check. Confused after West uh, Wyoming, check. Depressed after West Virginia, check. Hopeful after Baylor, check. And then just stunned by what happened Saturday. Yeah. And and that it and it it left us probably feeling akin to uh, where we were this time last year with the Baylor game in Lubbock, just reeling a bit. And then they went on a roll, right? Maybe a little tougher schedule to uh, peel off four in a row this year. But, um, you know, not out of the question. But, yeah, some well, things. The, the difference was you had your starting quarterback returning and getting back into the flow, whereas right now it's kind of flipped the other direction. And and I didn't remember this off the top of my head, but, I mean, that next week you went to Fort Worth and lost. 
Oh, and I think right. I think You're that was the low right. point. Yep, that's right. Um, because I there was a fourth down call that didn't go your way that you know turned out to be pretty important, um, and you lose by ten, but you were in that game. Shuck did not play. I don't think uh, Morton was your leading passer with seventy nine yards. And then from that point on, you won the last four games. Yeah, I had, in my mind, I off the top of my head, so, I had those two flipped. Yeah, yeah. I, in, in in the the narrative in my head when I think about the 2022 season is you hit rock bottom against Baylor yeah. and then you rebounded and and won out and that you know clearly that's not what happened. Um, this on the EH Flooring Center chat line. Uh, from Steven, I grew up drinking high C good stuff. Yeah, me too. I used to have uh, when I would go to school, we'd have a I'd have a lunchbox and have a high C in there pretty much all the time. Ecto cooler was a personal favorite of mine. Was the high C was it a can or how was no, it? No, it was a juice box. Okay. Yeah, those those high C's that I, I don't I only mean now this is little. This is nineteen seventies, but I only remember that. I mean, as I recall, you you ever remember Foster's beer? Um, sure, Australians for yeah, for those beer. kind of we used to call them the oil cans. They're big, you know, kind of a bigger can. That's the way I remember that high C, and it probably was intended AD, like you said, to you know, like would you drink it out of the can versus pouring it into a cup or whatever? And I'm I'm sure there was a point at which parents were going, "Hey, don't drink the whole thing this afternoon, there, dude." You know, like pace yourself. Because it was probably expensive at eighty nine cents or whatever, nineteen seventy four prices. Uh, this in the chat line: We won last year. You run heavy boneheads. Kingsbury and Lincoln run a heavy air raid, and their running backs lead in rushing, touching the ball ten times a game. The fact that we think we cannot run the ball with the air it is beyond me. AD never took a snap, much less could take a hit. So it's obvious his chit chat falls in the tea parties at the old folks' home. Dude. However, I life and Lincoln probably meant Cliff there. Cliff and Lincoln can call offense better than anyone in the game and happen to be a descendant of the last person that was successful here. We don't have to line up and run the ball every down. Uh, McGuire needs to step up and become what he's sold. Kitley is better off with Morton, no doubt, as he is a dual threat. The air raid and running the ball work together. I, I mean, I, she's about to run us to break. A little bit early grief. to start drinking, but I guess you do you. Um, what what part of what you have seen from this offense this year makes you think that the answer is to throw it forty five times a game with Tyler Shuck if healthy, Baron Morton if healthy, or Jake Strong if they're not available. Like, what are you watching? The best you've looked on offense all year long is when you have run the ball a lot with Taj Brooks. And that was Houston. That was Baylor. I don't care what it looks like. I would guess that 98% of the people listening don't care what it looks like as long as you win the game. Triple option, veer, (laughs) pure air raid. Uh, I mean, you could run ninja. 60 times a game. I don't care. Like I'm I'm not particular or you know partisan towards one offensive style or another. Yeah, I, I'm, and I th- I'm not concerned about the style either. Yeah, it's it's about what's effective and whatever you started the season with in Laramie wasn't effective. Um it it looked okay against <laughs> Oregon. The turnover certainly didn't help. Uh, and then when Tyler Shuck went down and then Baron Morton got hurt, and he's been hurt since West Virginia, in case you haven't noticed, uh, y- your passing offense has been pretty pedestrian. Yeah, we haven't haven't lit it up. Have not ever had one instance of a 100-yard receiver this year, which is shocking. I mean, like, and I don't, I, I don't know if that's scheme. I don't yeah. know if that's just your players, your, your, your skill talent isn't as good as we all thought. If it's some combination of of the two, if it's the quarterback, well, I guess quarterbacks, plural, um, just making the wrong reads or looking at the wrong things or diagnosing the defense incorrectly before the snap, I don't pretend to have the answers. Um, I just know what you've been doing has not been effective outside of Houston and Baylor. 
this in the chat line. How about Tang Doc? Do you like Tang? Oh, the old. When I first saw that, I thought it was a Jerome Tang question because of Hoops Media Day. No, like, the, the drink. It's a kick in the glass. Yeah, the uh, yeah. Well, we that was a, that was kind of a fun thing back in the day. You get your get your powder out and stir it in there. It was in the and the big deal there was uh, it was what the astronauts drank. So yeah, I was I was uh, all about the Tang back in the day. More tech talk next. podcast that finishes your workday in a very red raider way this is the tech talk podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction hi how are you good afternoon it's tech talk on double t 97.3 and double t 97.3.com with dr mike gustafson i'm aaron dickens we're joining today until 6 30 would love to hear your thoughts and comments on the yates flooring center chat line at double t 97.3.com uh, Jordan has this. We haven't had a number one receiver since Michael Crabtree. Yeah, I, I mean, you haven't That's had a Crabtree-level player since no. Crabtree. But I, I would disagree with with the idea that you haven't had a number one receiver. I think you've had a lot of them. Your all-time leading receiver has happened since Michael Crabtree. Right. I mean, Eric Ward, Kiki QT, yeah. Antoine Wesley, um, you know, Jason Morrow, if you want to count him. Um, you know, you, you've had multiple players that have – that have had more than just a cup of coffee in the NFL since then. Bradley Marquez, Cam Batson, um, you know, Ezra Jonathan Kama. Giles was pretty good when he was yeah. here before he left. Um, Eric Ezukama, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, geez, I had forgotten about him. Um, you don't, like, I'm not asking for much here. Yeah. You know, I'm not asking for a two-time Bolivar yeah. winner, unanimous All-American type. I would be just fine with, you know, an Eric Ward, who was a four-star receiver coming out of high school, Wichita Falls Rider, uh, or er- Eric Ezukama, also a four-star, or a Kiki Kuti, who was a three-star. Like, you can get big-time players um, that aren't necessarily a Micah Hudson type. And, and you know, I-, I look forward to watching Micah Hudson catch many touchdowns wearing the red and black. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it, in in this state... In this conference, at this level, I don't think that it is a huge ask or or huge expectation or unrealistic expectation to, to think that you have a, a receiver on your roster or let's just say skill talent on your roster that is easily identified as, okay, this guy's a future NFL player. Mm-hmm. Maybe not first-round pick. Maybe not you know, an NFL starter. And maybe he only lasts a year in the league. Um, but this guy's going to play professionally. And I don't, I don't think you had that right now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, outside of Taj Brooks, and and yet even then, with the way that running back is kind of valued today in the NFL, you know that might not translate into a draft pick. Yeah, well, I, I'm with you. He's in camp, I would think, and and with a shot at making a roster. But you know, we've got what Chiefs running back was a fourth, fifth round pick. I mean, it'd be be great thing but that's a that's a tough position to predict and uh it's it's a brittle per position to predict because those dudes go down like that and that's part of the that's part of the pay issue you know that that we've heard so much about late late into training camps with uh you know big time running backs saying hey man what's the deal with us not getting paid and it's like well you're just the the risk return even on a good running back they get hurt because they get beat up you know it's violent game but yeah i'm i'm to your point i mean we're, we're at a point that the koi aiken five catches for 102 yards the other night is the high water mark and that's surprising this in the chat line uh someone says if jake strong leads us to a win in provo he we should win three or more including the bowl game i, I hope you're right i hope that happens so but happens exactly the way that you described love it um, someone says this, I believe Tech will not make a bowl because they don't have a quarterback that can take them to a bowl and Tech beats themselves with penalties. Um, I think the penalty, I mean, I, I can't. I think penalties the other day, weren't we like 5 for 45 in that game? We had two penalties. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tech is, is ranked ninth yeah. in the Big 12. 
in penalty yards per game, 49.1. But fifth in the Big 12 uh, in penalties per game. You're averaging fewer than five, 4.9. Yeah, that was five for 45 yards the other day. I I have a hard time pointing to the game the other day and go, boy, the penalties killed us. I, I, in defense of the texture, and to kind of back up their point, though, I do think that you've had a lot of loud penalties. Yeah, sure. Right, like the the Linton face mask on a third down stop that would have led to a punt. It it keeps their drive alive. They go on to score. Th- there were instances of that in West Virginia. Late hit at Wyoming, right over there on the sideline. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, frustration. You're not just this isn't this isn't like uh, Mike Leach era penalties where yeah, it's like this. ten, eleven a game. <laughs> Over a hundred yards, and it's just kind of out of control, it's baked in. Um, yeah, and, and I think it was that way under Cliff too, in terms of like numbers and yardage. You, your your averages are fine. I think you're 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 happy to live with those averages, but man, they they just all seem to cluster around terrible times. And it and and that may have to do with the idea that we can't separate, or that we haven't separated much. I shouldn't say we can't, but you know, like every game is this right here, and so it's. It's, uh, you know, the, the, the hands of the face in, in Wyoming that negated an interception. Yeah. And that one was just a, that was a tough break. Not a, you didn't look at that and go, that's a stupid penalty. No, it was a guy, you know, yeah. block, and the arm comes but up, gets still in sucks. the hand. Yeah. But it still sucked. But the, the ones that just, you know, just leave you apoplectic or like the, the late hit over there by the sidelines or some third down deal. You got them third and 18, get the incompletion. Some like you said, hands to face or something that just keep drives alive that get you beat. And uh, I, I'm, you know, yeah. It, it again, if if you're up three touchdowns when that stuff happens, it's a little more, you know, it, there's there's Probably a little more breathing. Them yeah, exactly. We're not able to go. Remember in the fourth quarter against Wyoming, like we're doing now. Yeah. Somebody says this. Uh, is it possible that Oregon State and Washington State still get in the Big Twelve? If so, then the Big Twelve could yet be 18 wheels and it's the big rig not the mere truck stop conference i appreciate the effort that you put in with that text that was solid i think uh that that was addressed now as with most well i shouldn't say with most but a lot of realignment things happen in like ninja thief in the night and so I, i would never rule anything out but it it just seems there seems to be no appetite for that uh, and, and it seems to have everything to do with not at this point in time, but what the the realignment things or excuse me, the media rights deal is going to look like in five years. And I, I just don't hear anyone assigning a lot of value to the Oregon State, Washington State thing. Probably probably a juice is not worth the squeeze situation in terms of their geography being way over there. And they're not that valuable. If you're We're, cooking something that calls for a cup of you know, lemon juice or whatever. Are you buying lemons and just squeezing, or are you just buying the lemon juice in a asparagus? Yeah, you make a good point there. Well, no, I mean, what? what yeah, are you no, doing? no, I'm I'm lemon juice all the way. I'm yeah. not squeezing them. Yeah. I get lemons. You actually get lemons? Yeah, I like the flavor a little bit better. We, we get it, Clint. Upstage from my every- armoire for my beefaroni, Gus. Upstage, everyone this is, here. This Clint. is the lemon corner of the armoire. This is the citrus corner. Citrus. The gourmet armoire. <laughs> citrus level. More tech talk next. <laughs> the podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there. How you going? It's Tech Talk. On Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6.30. Would love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Ace Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Uh, this person asks, Gus, if the Astros end up going down three games to nothing tonight, what are their chances? Very slim. It's only happened a couple times across the... You know, NBA, NHL, and MLB, it's only happened a handful of times. And those are the ones that I bring those up because those are the ones that would play these series. But getting down 3-0 is just stacking the odds. Now the pitching matchup favors the Astros tonight. And, uh, you know, the Astros are this oddity 
this year in terms of what being forty and forty two at home in the regular season and I think being thirty nine and forty one. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, they should have eighty one games. They should have. Well, either way, I'm sorry. 81. They, they had yeah. a losing record. Two way. two games under five hundred, and uh, and uh, but then that tells you how good they were on the road, and you would think that those dudes, as much as you know, as much big time baseball as they've been involved with, what seven. Seven yeah. LCS, yeah, yeah, uh, but you know it's it's a must. You know, nothing's a must win, but it's it's a critical game for them. And then, I, and I think the flip side of this, when when we look at it from the Rangers' standpoint, is let let's assume they go on and win this thing and uh, facing the Phillies. I would assume because the Phillies look red hot. Um, I mean, we're we're gonna be seeing this similar type setup in which they would want to go Montgomery and Evaldi twice in the series, um, and then they're gonna have to come up with two other games, and it appears that that's gonna be Scherzer and John Gray, who are both guys coming off of injuries, probably with some some Haney and some Dunning mixed in there, maybe some Cody Bradford. How all that works. So let's let's say that the Rangers win tonight in front of a ruckus. Arlington crowd, which, by the way, this is their first, what, they've had one home game since September 20th or whatever it was because they fit their last sure. last week of the season on the road. They had the one division series game at home, so I'm sure it'll be juiced in there. But let's say it goes their way. It gives us a peek at what's game three and game four going to look like in a World Series if the Rangers can go on and win this thing. Whereas for the Astros – it's a little more straightforward, um, you know, in terms of how they set up their rotation. They, but, and, and dude, down the stretch in September, that, you know, we, we all talked. This was the first thing that we could text it in, any conversation about the Rangers. Well, the bullpen, 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 bullpen. And now LeClerc has touched the ball in every postseason game, and he goes out there and it's over. You know, like lockdown. And, and guys that were – you know, struggling mightily down the stretch this season are pitching their butts off right now. And so, you know, there's some magic to this, no doubt. Uh, but but the, the starting pitching stuff as we sit here at this moment doesn't favor. Scherzer, is he going to go through the order one time and throw 40 pitches? Or is he going to max Scherzer this thing and ride the wave and, you know, go six scoreless? I don't know. I'd be a little surprised if he does the latter just because I – I mean, he he wasn't a dominant guy this year when he was healthy, coming off of this injury. And well, if there was ever a time to kind of find it one last time, you bet, one hundred percent. You know, the, and yeah, I, I uh, th- th- this will be a it. It really isn't. It the, the result of this game isn't necessarily a telling indicator of the rest of the series, but I think it it really sets up a narrative for later in this series and certainly um you know in the world series if the rangers would get there this on the chat line i noticed that there's no game time for the kansas or ucf games what time do you think they will be yeah the the problem with those is they're so late in the season uh that's the point at which the tv networks will start grabbing the six day right um windows yeah the six day windows i think they get two now sometimes if you're not part of that decision process i think you guys go ahead and play whenever you want because you're going to be an ESPN Plus or whatever versus FS1 or whoever holding out and saying, hey, we want to wait and see how the results of this week's games go. But, yeah, we'll be on a we'll be on the 12-day notice for, for those two games, and that, that'll be a ways away. The other games that weekend, West Virginia at Oklahoma, Texas at TCU, Iowa State at BYU, Cincinnati at Houston, Tech at Kansas, Baylor at K-State, Oklahoma State at UCF. I mean, really – like outside of of the Oklahoma West Virginia game and like Texas and TCU, I don't know that there's really anything else on this slate that just blows you away that week. I mean, unless Baylor turns it around, yeah, sure. Um, you know, unless Iowa run. State keeps yeah. winning, because yeah. I mean they're three and one in the Big Twelve right now. Um, you, you know, I don't know why you would blow a, a six day window on that. Um, and then the following week. When Tech hosts UCF, you have Cincinnati at West Virginia. It's interesting because of the history that they have together. Baylor at TCU, rivalry game. Kansas State at Kansas, rivalry game. Um, Oklahoma at BYU. Texas at Iowa State, which, you know, if Iowa State keeps winning, 
that's suddenly a very interesting game. Big if. And then Oklahoma State at Houston. Oklahoma at BYU might be interesting, depending on what BYU does down the stretch. Sure. But, yeah, you just – we. It, it, it's going to be a while before you know those. Unfortunately, I say this to the texture, it's going to be a while before we know those uh, those game times. It's going to be in November before we know those game times. Hopefully, uh, Tech handles enough of its business yep. over the next few weeks to where you're compelling. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, why were you hopeful after Baylor? They are awful. Uh, I don't know that we that had been determined yet, right? Because remember, they were fresh off of that upset win over UCF. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they had a great second half, and you, I think it was fair to wonder, okay, they kind of turned it around, and they figured it out. Six sacks. And then to go, yeah. and so to do what you did in Waco and kind of shake off the, the, the monkey on your back, you hadn't played well on the road really up to that point um, under McGuire. I think that, yeah, that there was perfectly legitimate reasons to be optimistic or hopeful after that game uh duffin houston 80 where did you stand on dunkaroos i'm yeah big fan not as much of like birthday cake stuff but just plain old chocolate dunkaroos yeah man thumbs up what are we talking about there they're uh snack packs basically where um the little icing thing on one icing end? on one end and then little cookies you yes. dump in there okay oh, got yeah. it yep I'm familiar because they're also the what are the other ones have little crackers with the cheese. What is that? Same kind of a dunkaroo, sure. but it's not a. Is that the same name for that? Is that also a dunkaroo? No, no. dunkaroo is distinctly dessert. Okay, there we go. Clint, I this seems like something. I've blanked on those ones' names. Probably something that you've got in that Arn Oyer of yours. Some of those cracker cheese things. Yeah, my armor armor yeah. inside there. Those hey, were those, those uh, are... Ritz Handy Snack cheese. Yeah. Those were wow, that's a, mouth, that's a mouthful. Yes, it is. Hey, you, mom, you eat I, every single breadstick. In one could I have a Ritz Handy well, snack cheese? No, 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 cheese? no, 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 no. Not breadsticks here, dude. Well, there's the cracker ones, and then there's the breadstick ones too. Well, the the cracker ones with the red sticker Ritz Handy snack cheese. And that's What's the, the one with the breadstick? I don't know. It's trash. It's Mullenville. It's a terrible <laughs> generic the, knockoff. It's it doesn't it's deserve same, to be discussed on these fine airways. Just a different hey. It's Electrolit. All right. It's the Electrolit of cracker. You guys want an Electrolit? I can bring us some tomorrow. <laughs> That'd be awesome. You missed your chance last week, and you lost the bet. Although we specifically designated sodas. And colas or pop you know what and and they didn't have the pop that you wanted i know right but instead i got 80 something he got a second time and i missed my uh, chance and a third. the crap you're thinking about are jr dippers junior dippers i missed my chance to fill my trunk with the soda that we talked about when i remember the seems like you, that's on you dude oh no, it is 100 percent. this is tech talk on double t 97.3 this has been the tech talk podcast Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.